Welcome to the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters. We're your hosts, Shannon and Mary. Through working with the Akashic Records, we have become aware of our connection to the rainbow realm, the highest point in the universe, or the pinnacle point. We're here to spread the knowledge of the rainbow realm from the Council of the Pinnacle to help you awaken to the truth of who you are. We cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls. This is Mary here. I am sending you all such love, such light at this time as you listen to this. And I hope you are having a beautiful day wherever you are. Thank you for being here. Thank you for landing on our podcast and for taking the time to listen to this episode. We are so very happy to be releasing it for you all to hear. Shannon and I were able to sit down together last week and record this episode together, and we really just were doing a mix of things on this episode. We are sort of catching you up a little bit on what's been happening in our lives together and separately, and discussing really just some of the biggest themes and topics that have been on our minds recently as we've been going through our own individual ascension and this collective ascension that we are all going through. And so as we were sitting down to decide what to record, Shannon was called to pull a medicine card, an animal medicine card for us to focus on for the message. And the theme of camouflage came up and so we kind of sat with that and just allowed all that we all that came to us about this idea of camouflage to really make itself into this episode so we were really thinking about how how do we utilize camouflage knowingly and unknowingly and what is really the purpose of camouflage where does it show up in our lives does it have purpose where it exists or is it time to maybe shift a little bit how it is experienced and felt and put on by us in our day-to-day a huge lesson for both shannon and i in 2020 was this value and importance of getting to the core of you, getting to the core of who you are inside, underneath everything, right? Beyond everything, all of the camouflage. (laughs) And we both have been in our own processes this year of doing the work, doing this work of looking at the unconscious conditioning, programming, camouflage that exists within us so that we can really take it off and so that we can really embody our truest selves. And this process is something that we all, as humans, um, when we choose to evolve, when we choose to ascend, we choose to walk this path of becoming the truest, quote-unquote, best, purest version of ourselves. It's work that we must do. Because as we're here, as humans, in this 3D plane that we live in, in this reality, this dimension that we live in, the conditioning, the camo, the programming is inherent. And it's purposeful, right? It's set up for us so that we may know ourselves better, so that we may work through it, break it down, dissolve it, transmute it, and understand ourselves on a better level, understand our uniqueness on a better level, if that makes sense. So we really go in deep together in this episode, and we end up, of course, as always, talking about our interdimensional families, the interdimensional beings that we both interact with and speak with on a daily basis, and I know many of you as well are beginning to really, really enter into a relationship or begin thinking about the idea or begin thinking about the reality of their presence, of them existing. Um, So we talk about our interdimensional families and our inherent divinity. We talk about all of it. We really go in deep and it's a beautiful conversation 
So we hope you enjoy. We hope that you're able to walk away from this conversation with a new insight or a new sort of nugget um, for yourself that you want to think about or experience. Get cozy (laughs) and stay open as you're listening to this, just allowing your mind and allowing yourself to truly take it all in and, and take what resonates and leave what doesn't. We are so grateful for you and so grateful that you were here. Thank you again. We sending you all of our best wishes and joy and love. It's been so long since we were able to sit down and talk. Like this is I know. We're almost at the end of 2020. I can't believe. I can't believe that we started this podcast in 2020. <laughs> Doesn't that feel Honestly. like we've been doing this for years? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I know time is increasingly more relative as we move through. It's, it's genuinely just like, I'm having a really hard time actually like staying in the human construct of time. Like when I have things booked mm-hmm. or I have to be somewhere, I'm just like, I always have. Um, my whole life, I've always thought I could stretch time more than I could. Like, yeah, I'll go, yeah. I'll think, oh, I only, I need to be somewhere in 30 minutes and it takes 12 minutes to get there and stoplights aren't a thing. Like, I don't need it. Like, stop signs aren't a thing. I forget about that. And I'm like, okay, so I can do something right up until 18 minutes, like 18, yes. 18 minutes that I can leave. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's 11.18 as you said that too, which is so random, but cute. <laughs> It's so funny. I'm but the exact same way. I'm like, I have this exact amount of time. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's just like, I've always been like, I can, I just want to do everything I can. I, I heard once the people who, people like us who do that are really optimistic because we think it's like a sign of optimism because we think we can do more than we can. And I'm like, um, yeah, okay. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. Oh my gosh. Well, it's been so fun though too. I don't know if you if you actively do this, but is to genuinely bend time now with the once you reach Reiki 2 level really, you can bend time and like fully fully change change um the length of time it takes to get somewhere, which I use all the time in LA. <laughs> okay, I actually haven't really done that. Okay, tell me how. Yeah, you, well, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you maybe not while we're recording, but um, you send the Reiki out into the space-time. Oh, okay. And you basically are like, I'm going to get there by this time. And you do. Mm-hmm. Well, I've used that once. I was trying to get to an appointment, and I, like, went to the wrong place, and I had to get across Boston. Oh and God. I was still late um, because I was, like, already late when I started doing it because I went to the wrong place. Yes, of but course. I got there so quickly, like it was crazy. Wow, um, I should I not have been that. able to get across Boston that fast. So, ooh, I need to be using that more often. Thank you. <laughs> yes, it's my favorite because I'm like always running a little, a little late usually too. So, <laughs> human, human time. Right. Uh, well, speaking of time, um, I think it'd be really fun to talk for a minute about how. We actually got to be in the same place in time and space. Yes. Um, in Joshua Tree over Samhain, Halloween, which was, and we were with our sisters too. We were with, we were with Catherine and Mariana, who mm-hmm. have been on this podcast, and it was otherworldly. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So beautiful to be able to be in physical space together. It's, we, I know we all had moments of like, well, it was kind of continually moments of sort of deja vu. And as we were, you know, there were certain times when we went into the park, especially for me, when we were walking um, just on the earth and with the rock kingdom and and the Joshua trees and just sort of feeling flashes of other lives coming through, you know, like really like felt beyond space and time because we were in the same like does that make sense well, we were so does. localized yeah <laughs> it was it i the whole weekend time didn't seem like it existed first off like yes. every time i checked the time i was like 
it's only that what? time. It feels like you've been <laughs> traveling and moving around for ages. Exactly. Um, and leaving was so hard because it was like, it was like being sucked by a vacuum out of the vortex of, mm. of the energy that we'd created. And I was all of a sudden, I was like, it, I don't know. I don't have words for it. It was just, it was really sad. I was really sad for several days of like, I was like crying. Yes. Oh. <laughs> like, when I drove home, I was crying like most of that drive. Cause I was like, I just want to be in that space yeah. all the time. Exactly. And it's just like, Oh, our, our souls and like our innermost self is so just joyful to be in that space. And it's just like that. Yeah. That longing, (laughs) that longing, exactly. that longing, longing it like satisfied and longing that I felt my whole life and not really understood. Mm -hmm. Like, what is this for exactly Mm -hmm. until recently, really, um, like this year, um, Yes, totally. So this <clears throat> this really le- <laughs> relates to our, our topic today, but we are in these physical bodies still. So the physicality of the experience is so, so, so powerful when you are, yeah, connecting to another, reconnecting with the soul that you've known forever, but you're, you're seeing them in the, ve- like, how do I describe this? in their current physical vessel. Yeah, it's like the I mean it's really your our fields are able to merge in such a different way when we're in this physical plane together versus I feel when we're in the ether together which is like all the time, right? But right. <laughs> the physicality changes so much and I feel like allows for so much more information to come through and so much more like embodiment you know, um, of everything that is so it's energy and, and in the ether. (laughs) I just need to sit with that for a second. Yes. (laughs) I feel like we're starting to, I'm starting to feel like that space coming back in a little bit as we talk about it, about it. Um, Mm. and we all released so much too. There's so much like this deeper level of purging Mm-hmm. that um i don't think like for me i don't think i could have reached the things that i needed to reach fully by myself yeah. i don't think i i mean yeah well that's not even doesn't even really make sense to say that because i never was supposed to right i was always supposed to do that with you with mm-hmm. you ladies and same with with you all we were always supposed to do it together like the things that we we worked through. So I feel like I'm, I'm kind of talking in circles now. (laughs) No, I totally understand what you mean. Exactly. It's that, that collective energy when we create that container, when we're all together. Yeah. Just that, that release of all of, um, for me, it was just this release of all these things that weren't me. Um, And um, I've talked about this in a couple of places um, in the soul session um, that we did last week. So some, some people may have already heard me talk about this, but what I actually literally did at one, in one of our ceremonies was like scream out <laughs> what I was holding, which um, it was just like, yeah, it was, it was so, it was such a release. It was like throwing off a weight um, that had been sitting in me and and in our collective field too because I I definitely um, wasn't just clearing myself at some points and I'm sure that's true for for all of us um, because it is you know we are all connected um, to everything so there was release just in every aspect Yes. I love, I totally, totally, um, resonate. It's like that weight. Um, and that image is so clear for me of it's almost, you know, it's like clothes. It's like, I'm seeing a jacket, like putting on a jacket over your, your authenticity and who you are and your soul and your truth and your light. We, as humans, we, as we are born, we naturally have, 
a certain amount of clothes on. <laughs> we naturally, in that way, in this metaphor, we naturally already are carrying our ancestral trauma. We're naturally already carrying um, imprints from our mother, from our womb time. And we're already carrying all of this stuff, past life of our soul, right beyond this physical body. So I almost feel like for one of the things for me in Joshua Tree was this was this subtle release of something that I couldn't quite put my finger on, but I, I could sense like very subtly energetically. And I feel like it really just continued to teach me that we, we often don't even know that we're carrying all this stuff. We don't even know that it's present. We don't even know that there's another option and that we can just be light and we don't have to carry it and we don't have to be burdened by it and, and be stuck in these cycles and these loops and just, just all of it, you know, we have the choice and there's, there's always layers within our energetic field. There's just so many accumulated layers of energy within us that it often makes us blind to it because we cannot even almost conceive of what we're carrying, if that makes sense, you know? Which is why it's a constant process. Like, which is why it's not just a one and done thing. Exactly. Yeah, if we could see how much we carry all at once, it would be overwhelming. Yeah. That's why even, you know, when I tell people about the Akashic Records and they're like, well, do you just get everything at once? I'm like, of course you couldn't. If you did, you would be getting thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of years, millions of years, depending on how old your soul is, worth of information in a second. Like you would go actually crazy. Exactly. It's because again, we're still in these human vessels. We're still, we're still here. And there's almost, we talked about, we talked about this over our time in Joshua Tree too, like this there's a threshold almost um, of how much your vessel is able to release sometimes. And again, we are within space and time, right? So we're, we're a little bit confined by that. Um, We don't have to be, but sometimes because we are human, just the natural way of things is it does take some more time in this plane, you know, it just is the nature of being here, (laughs) living these lives. Exactly. It's, but it's also the beauty of being here, living these lives because we actually, because we're human, we do get to work through this stuff that um, we wouldn't get to Mm -hmm. unravel. Like it doesn't exist in the same way when we're in other dimensions, other planes. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why it's so important. And this kind of comes to what we wanted to really touch on today too. I'm going to use that same metaphor, that taking off the jacket. Um, Because the word that came up for us. (coughs) Bless you. There's a lot of energy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The word that came up for us yesterday was camouflage as we were discussing what we were going to talk about and you know, when I think camouflage, one of the first things I think of is a jacket, <laughs> like a camouflage yeah. that people put on. And really a huge part of our, our job as souls in this reality is to take off that camouflage and really see who we are. And that's been a big part of 2020 too, like for us and for the collective probably for all of you who are listening and holding and sharing the space with us right now, working through your collective, um, not through your collective, but through your personal and, you know, ancestral past life, even, you know, parts of the collective energy that you're working with, taking off that, those layers of, of hiding essentially um, has been really, really important this year and it's been a really big part of what 2020 has been I mean we've all been forced at least at some point of the year to go inside and stay in our houses like where else do you have to look at yourself 
so deeply as when you are in isolation, like can't see anyone else. There's no other reflection besides you. Well, that's been a huge part of what we've done too. Just mm -hmm. coming together and creating this um, has been a big part of us taking off that camouflage and really finding who we are. I mean, I think it's kind of funny to think back to six months ago when we were recording our first episodes and now where we are now, um, it's like completely different energy in some, in many ways because yes. we've done so much since then. Yes. I, I genuinely feel like a different person. Yeah. Um, it's, and again, this, this camouflage is something that we often don't even know we're, we're wearing. And it's really, that's because it's created by these subconscious thoughts or subconscious um, energies that you're carrying, such as the trauma we're talking about, the ancestral trauma or the trauma of past lives that's living within your energetic field. So I would say in general, camouflage is on this subconscious level, this level where you aren't necessarily fully, fully aware of it unless you bring your attention very directly to it. And so as humans, naturally, just because we live in the society that we do, we also then create camouflage for ourselves. And so we put on these clothes, we put on these distinctive uh, features, we put on we bring ourselves into a box, right? Into a label. We put <laughs> the name tag on our chest saying, I am this, I am this, I am this, I am this. And those versions of camouflage are still just that. They still are ways of furthering yourself from the truth of who you are, ways of continuing to put on these layers of untruth, these layers that aren't really you. And again, it's this natural reaction, this subconscious faculty that happens because we are humans and our brains work the way they do and our egos work the way they do. We just want to protect ourselves, right? And so we often then can kind of get stuck in the suit, stuck in the jacket. And we don't understand that life feels better <laughs> and life looks better and it is better quote unquote, whatever that means to you, it's lighter without the jacket on, if that makes sense. Because we are, our egos continually are trying to create the camouflage for us, if that makes sense. Like <laughs> the ego is the one that is scared to be seen as itself, right? It's scared that it's not enough. It's scared that it's not worthy. It's all of those feelings, those emanate from our ego. Those emanate from your subconscious patterning. It doesn't come from you, from the truth of who you are. And one of the things that I am continually learning in 2020 is all of the ways that my, my fear, my ego, my scared ego has put on these layers of camouflage and to be able to fully, fully look at them and say, oh, wow, okay, this jacket that I put on when I was five years old doesn't fit anymore. This sock that I put on when I was 16 doesn't fit anymore. And kind of looking at all of it and seeing how through examining and really, really looking at the layers, you actually discover who you are, right? By seeing the reflection of and working through the reflection of your fears, you come to understand who you are at the truth of you. Yes. Yes. Mm. Exactly. As we take off those layers that don't fit anymore and we release the, the labels, yes, we become more and more us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we can be the embodiment that we're meant to be actually be who we are at our core and not all the shit that we've told ourselves we had to be or we should be. Our society has told us we should be or had to be. Which is why when people, this is coming to me, when people talk about, you know, we, we all talk about finding our purpose, uh, our dharma, our mm -hmm. passion, 
all of this. But in order to truly find our true, true purpose, because so many purposes will come through as we unlayer, mm-hmm. feel the onion as it were, but to find the true, true Dharma that we're here for, it really is, uh, we have to go through that process of, of unpacking and, and releasing um, really deeply. Otherwise we can't, we can't find it if we're not, if we're not fully embodied, how can we, how can we find that, that purpose that we're here to do? Which is why, yeah, when people come to me, like friends, family, clients, anyone, um, and they say, I really need to figure out what I want to do. I feel so lost. My, the first thing I always think of is, you know what, you've got to go, you've got to go inside. Like it needs, like, you've got to go inside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know is what both of us have done a lot this year. <laughs> just yes. Constantly unpacking and, um, releasing and kind of cutting away all of the old stuff um even going through these whole processes of like finding labels that feel like they fit and then realizing that we have to release those too in order to really embody um like it's not that we can't have words about ourselves or or labels that help us explain ourselves it's the attachment mm-hmm. to them that we have to cut away. Yes, exactly. And sort of the internalization of those labels too, like, you know, okay, maybe maybe you practice law and you're a lawyer, right? That's what you do for your career and you're really passionate about it and you really are here to bring justice to the world and you feel so aligned doing that work. But if you... Uh, if you restrict yourself then from expressing other parts of you because you say, oh, well, a lawyer doesn't do that. A lawyer doesn't do that, right? And you kind of have this internalized idea based on society, again, not based on yourself, not based on your truth of what that means, then you're gonna be, you're gonna be cutting yourself off. Again, that's what all of this is about is, is tapping into your infiniteness, <laughs> tapping into the infinite, into your infinite nature and understanding that you are everything and you are nothing, right? <laughs> you are all of it. You are pure, pure light. So you are all of it and you are none of it. Um, you are none of the stuff that you're carrying that we've been talking about. You are none of the limiting beliefs and the fear that you hold inside of you, you are not that at all. You are everything. But in the process of figuring out and really, really internalizing that everything we need as humans, again, we often need these like these benchmarks almost of labeling, if that makes like, that's how I'm seeing it is almost like an archetype. I feel like if you're, if you know, um, And I feel like that's a bit of a healthier way potentially that I've found to relate to myself as looking through, looking at myself through archetypes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, I like that a lot because archetype is not quite the same energy as a label. It's just an energy that we're working through as opposed to, Mm -hmm. yeah, saying I am this or this. Yeah. That's, and it is, it is interesting because I do think a lot of us, when we start our spiritual journey, we do start, um, and we do this with everything, but, you know, cause we are talking about spirituality and consciousness. When we start this journey, a lot of us do label ourselves. And I think one of the first things people label is, you know, I'm a star seed of this or that. Mm, and, yes. um, and then a lot of, not everyone gets past that. But, but then getting past that is like this another place of like getting beyond that label. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. It's, it's, if we're attached to it, it's, yeah. And same thing within society. I think we've seen that this year, how 
damaging those labels are. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, speaking from obviously these specific socioeconomic political area where we are, where we're both in the U.S. right now, like just with our recent election, like look at how much labeling has um, influenced that, like just labeling political parties and identifying um, as just one label or another and that being kind of an end-all be-all. That's the kind of energy that we're being asked to take off in 2020. And we have um, about 40 days left until this year is over um, in our, the way we have, we follow the calendar. So how, how are we doing that really? Um, How have you done that yourself? And how can you do it further? Like that's really what we need to be asking right now. I think first, yeah, like taking, taking stock and taking inventory of like getting real with yourself. Okay. What, what labels do I actually identify with? What do I actually like really, really feel is a way of defining an aspect of who I am and, and do I align to all of the labels that I have created for myself? Uh, And if there are ones that do align, then sort of perhaps sitting with that label and sort of going beyond going beyond the label in and of itself. So almost like what I, what I said earlier um, about the lawyer, mm-hmm. you know, why do you practice law? Why do you in, identify with the archetype, with the label of being a lawyer? Is it because of your passion for justice? Is it because you, um, have this humanitarian gene in you? Is it because you really um, have a very type A brain and you really like the structure of learning the law and how to defend it? Or, you know, what is it about that label that you love about yourself that you really want to um, encourage and cultivate and nourish within yourself? What is, what is the quality? What's the energy? What's beneath the label, basically? <laughs> And even beyond that, too, you know, keeping with this example of law, um, you know, that's within yourself, but also within the societal practice of law, Mm -hmm. looking at that or, you know, whatever you're looking at this through, what is the dogma that is being created and has been created around our legal system and our laws and and where... um, where do those align or not with you too? I mean, of course, in this reality, you even if you find things you don't align with, you know, you might not be able to just change it immediately, but it kind of gives you another place of being able to look and observe and go, okay, where in society am I, you know, where in society is this not in alignment and how can we, you know, kind of work with that too and how can I put my energy into helping society change these things that are that are harmful or um discriminatory or um any any and all of those things that are harmful really um yeah brings it all together so that we can look within ourselves but also outside of ourselves because it's no longer the work starts inside but it can't end inside it has to to really be doing doing true deep soul work and growth it becomes necessary to bring that into the physical world in some way or another and into your reality yes exactly otherwise we're not living in reality yeah yes and we we need we need all of us <laughs> we we need all of us to begin this process of um deconditioning really to help us in this transition into this age of aquarius that we're moving into into this new earth that we're building yeah and again i i always want to remind you as well as you're listening to this that as you expand and as you do this work you show up differently 
in, in your life. You show up as a different person. You show up differently and you're able to ignite that change and reflect it to other people. And really, as you're doing the work on yourself, you're doing the work for the collective. And so keeping that in mind of as you remember your true nature, as you remember and you activate the light within you, you remember that you are pure light. That is all you are. You are light that has taken form and shape and is residing within your human vessel at this time, residing within your human body for this life. And as you remember that, you are able to help others remember. And that's really what it's all about. Again, remembering the core of us and allowing all of the belief systems and allowing everything that does not match our truth to really fall away. Yeah, it's it's kind of that adage that you hear a lot that is really true that we are spiritual light beings having a human experience. And so the more that we peel through the layers of that human existence, not to the point where we're not having a human existence, but we're here having a human existence to learn and to grow. I mean, otherwise, like that's the only reason to come to the earth plane and to experience physical reality. And so um, moving through those layers on earth allows us to grow even closer to the truest expression of who we are so that when we go back to other forms of consciousness, um, we are able to connect even more in depth into, um, into source and into, you know, source or Sophia, the universe, um, God or goddess, however, whatever name resonates with you, but the more that we learn and, and unpeel and unpack on earth and the more that we help earth and the collective unpeel and unpack all of those layers, the, higher that we can reach it's like the higher up the ladder we can go <laughs> but not in a hierarchical way like in a I'm literally just seeing like this ladder going up into the clouds and up into the universe it's just we get to go higher and higher and experience more the more that we unpack yeah we we're returning home you know we get to return home and that's a choice that we get to make <laughs> while we're here, we can choose to return to love and unity or we can, because as you're saying, that's, that's the, the entire point of this earth experiment of this playground, <laughs> this earth school is to remember the unity and to create and cultivate the unity, especially in this, place in history that we are right now we're talking about moving into new earth unity consciousness mm -hmm. while we are in the limitations of space time 3d all of the stuff that we're talking about ego fear <laughs> limitation all the stuff that we're talking about because we truly are these multifaceted souls that are just here for now um and while when we can understand that we can also then understand that the interdimensional species are really our family. They're our family members. They're our brothers and sisters. The Pleiadians that we talk about quite a bit on this podcast, they are our family members. They are the same as you. They are the same as all of us. And especially if you find resonance and, um, yeah, if you find and you feel resonance with the Pleiadian message and the Pleiadian energy and all of that, these interdimensional species are, as they interact with us on this plane, they are coming from their pure state, if that makes sense. So they're coming from a vibrational, a collective vibration that embodies all of these qualities of unity of love and all of that. And of course I'm speaking as always about 
the interdimensionals that are of service to others, as we call it. So in service to the light of the highest light and highest love for the highest good of all um, versus the interdimensional species that are playing their part as service to self. Exactly. It's, um, there's so much rhetoric and fear around interdimensionals. And it's something that I almost forget about now that it exists because Same. <laughs> we know them as such so many of them are beautiful higher consciousness beings here to work with us in, in only the most divine love and light. Um, interdimensionals are demonized as like this really scary thing. And, and I know that that's how so much of the world's population sees them. Um, you know, the jokes about, I don't want to get abducted by an alien or, you know, anything like that. And it's like, a real fear because of how we've been programmed to think about interdimensionals. Um, and there's a lot of really interesting information being shared by kind of more um, alternative, open-minded um, researchers and thinkers and channelers and all of the and energy, energy workers, all, all of the, this kind of group of people about how um, interdimensionals have been playing a part in our world for much longer than we, can, we realize, and even in, in our governments, in our, um, in our advance as a human race, like our technology um, is not fully human made, um, all of that. There's a lot of information about that out there if you know where to look. Um, but it's is quite censored because um, it's secrets that <laughs> <laughs> we're not we because in order to keep us all on this same timeline and trajectory of really believing that we need others to save us and to keep us safe and to keep us um, okay the rhetoric that or just even the collective beliefs that have been spread about interdimensionals are um, rooted in fear, essentially, mm -hmm. to keep us believing that that's the truth. Um, yeah, so we just want to really encourage you to, if, if you have, if, if you've found this podcast and you're listening to this and, and you, you have um, grown up with that fear around interdimensionals, around aliens, um, and still feel that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's how all of the messaging in our world works is to, to create that fear. But we really want to encourage you to um, do a little extra research of your own to question that because honestly, the interdimensionals are much more loving and care about our highest good much more than um, many of the powers that exist on our planet right now. Yes, there's so much, so very much I could say on this, yeah, but I, I will, <laughs> yeah, but um, absolutely this, this fear-based paradigm um, understanding and perhaps just sitting with with that with that in, in and of itself and seeing that it has been set up to keep us separate from higher dimensional consciousnesses mm -hmm. and to keep us small and to keep us in fear to keep us basically to continue to keep our perspective limited to our personal physical 3d experience on this plane so that we don't again we're not even aware we're not even open to the reality that exists beyond this plane beyond this earth and beyond our experience right here and now it's keeping us within the confines again within the confines of humanity versus the expansiveness of light and you know our interdimensional family are very, very present around the earth plane right now as well as something that we wanted to share because 
they're here to help us move through this transition. They're like ready, standing, waiting for us to call upon them and to start working with them and, and really so that we can transition into this next phase of humanity, this next era with more love, with more light, with more success, with more souls making that transition rather than less, you know, um, they're here to help us. They are our family again. And when we can begin to see that, in fact, we could be, that we are more than just a human and that we could be, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff on this podcast, but, you know, in my belief system, I am on thousands and thousands of different planets right now in different forms and different vessels as an interdimensional. I also am in thousands of human bodies right now. <laughs> I'm just Mary right now. So sort of understanding um, the connectivity, I guess, of all of us. Again, we're not alone. It's not just us. We're not limited to structure and the concreteness of our experience. Yeah, exactly. It's, we are really being encouraged, like you were saying, to embrace the multidimensional aspects of ourselves. I mean, how much freer would our lives be if, would our world be if all of us would just um, accept and be grateful for the fact that we are all in multiple different bodies and on different, in different realities, different dimensions, different planets. Um, and we are actually, we actually are always constantly aware of each place that we are, but the, are the way our human body works is that we only feel aware of this one body easily, but it's kind of a thing where we can train ourselves to open up and remember and, and, and tap into the other places that we are. Yeah. And it just creates this whole freedom of, well, if we're, ever, if we're in so many different places, if we're everywhere, then we're never stuck. Mm. And we can also like really just understand there's no need to, to put the labels on ourselves, you know, like there's no need what's the point of trying to la- trying to label something that doesn't even have words? <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's really the truth of it. How can we label it when in reality there isn't even a way to describe it? It's just a feeling. <laughs> it's knowing. Right. <sighs> yeah. Just to close out this episode together, we wanted to, um, pose some questions to you all and we're posing these questions to ourselves as well around this work as we're moving into December and we're really closing out 2021 just some journaling prompts some did I say 2021 as we're closing out 20 taking some time to reflect and just ponder and sit with these questions a little bit whatever way works best for you yes so going back to this whole theme of of camouflage and shedding our layers, how can you continue to take off your camouflage? And where are you hiding in your life? Yeah, what are some of the main beliefs or dogmas or labels, the most present layer of camouflage that you're holding onto right now? And what in your life does not really align with your inner truth? And how can you take that and then identify more with your light and bring that light that you hold, that only you hold, because we all hold our own light, into the world further. And then just, um, we'd also like to um, encourage you to reflect on the growth that you've already experienced this year. So as we continue to look through our camouflage layers and everything that we're getting we're taking off we also want to acknowledge everything we've already done um so you know what growth have you experienced this year what layers have you shed what work have you done because that reflection is a is 
of gratitude to ourselves, to yourself, um, to thank yourself for, for what you've already accomplished and to give yourself that motivation to continue moving forwards. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. Thank you all so much. Um, it's so beautiful to be in this space. And as always, we really appreciate you being here. And we'd really love as we, you know, get closer to the end of 2020 and we continue to find the ways we can show up the best for you. We would love if you have any feedback for us, any kinds of types of episodes you've appreciated the most, um, the things, anything that you really like to hear from us. Um, we'd really love to hear any of that, that from you. So you can, you know, let us know via Instagram, which is the Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters, um, or you can reach out to Mary or I on our Instagrams, Mary, um, and Amrine um, on Instagram and just let us know what things have really served you and what you'd love to hear more from us more about from us in the coming weeks months 2020 all of 2021 all of this yeah yes (laughs) thanks so much everyone we'll see you for next week's episode Shannon here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really, really hope you enjoyed it. We had so much fun recording and it was such a beautiful space to be in, to sit down with Mary and to talk through everything that we share. I really hope that you all enjoyed and thank you so much for being here in this space with us. It is truly one of the most amazing parts of every week to get to connect with you all in this way, and thank you for being here. As always, if you uh, feel inspired to rate or review the podcast on your favorite podcasting app, we would appreciate it so much. It helps us be able to connect with more beautiful rainbow conscious souls like yourself, And if you do feel inspired to do that and take a screenshot of it or a picture and send it to our Instagram at Prismatic Heart of the Seven Sisters, um, we would be so grateful and we will send you a little gift to say thank you. Um, I also want to offer for the month of December, if you want to work with me um, in any of my offerings, You can use the code PODCAST15 for 15% off. That is only available with the podcast. And I want to offer that to you for this next week as we get into the beginning of December. Um, And again, thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Happy 1st of December. This is going to be a big month and I hope that you are taking care of yourself and your energy in preparation for it. Sending you lots of love and until next week.